Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Daddy's Dilemma podcast, the show where we have a beer and we expand on the joys and terrors of being dads. I'm Chris, your host and fellow daddy, and I'm here with my co-host, the Jesse Pinkman to my Walter White, Don. Hey, hey, hey. That's me, Don. I am the father of two boys that exhaust me all the time, and I'm so exhausted I haven't had time to watch Breaking Bad. So maybe one of these days I'll get around to it. Oh, you got to watch it. It's an awesome show. That's what everyone says. Everyone just tells me, and I'm like, I believe you. I just I don't have time. I don't have time. <laughs> find some time and binge watch it. Yeah. From like 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. I'll give you two hours. <laughs> I don't need to sleep. Yeah. I'm sure it shows down. Anyway, uh, we're going to start off with, uh, as we usually do, we'll start off with the dad joke. Of the episode? Oh, boy. Don. Yes, yes. Hey, Don. Uh Don. Yeah, that's me. Can you hear me? Why don't skeletons (laughs) ever go trick-or-treating? Why? Because they have no body to go with. But There you go. (laughs) Tell that one to your kids. It's Halloween. I love that one. Yeah, it it is Halloween like in a day or so. So that's when we're recording this. Very end of October. Well, I've got my uh, my fact of the day, my daddy father fact of the day. Um, and I thought this was, I don't know, I, I read this fact and I, I couldn't tell if it was like a positive, like I should be feeling better about this or if I should feel worse. But over 87 million cards are sent each year on Father's Day, making it the fourth most popular day for sending cards. Hmm. How do you, how do you, how do you perceive that? Is that sad that we're all the way down at number four? No, because I guess the first one has to be Christmas, right? I was going to say the first one has to be Mother's Day. Oh, well, well what, the top three got to be Mother's okay. Day, Christmas, and Valentine's Day. So, Valentine's? yeah, I think a lot of people send cards on Valentine's Day. Okay. Maybe birthdays, I don't know, but it's, that's not really a holiday, is it? No. And and that's what I was trying to think. I was trying to like, huh, as I said, the fourth most popular day. So I was like, so yeah, when exactly? I don't know. But I kind of was like, maybe that's good. Like we made it into the top four. There you go. (laughs) At least we're above like, uh, you know, boss's day, right? Yeah. Arbor day. Well, uh, first, first things first, I want to give a shout out to the Los Angeles Dodgers for winning the World Series. That was pretty awesome. Meeting 32 I, years for that. I was kind of rooting for Tampa Bay, but I'm not much of a baseball fan. <laughs> well, me, I'm from L.A. originally, so still kind of a Dodgers fan. Try to be a Diamondbacks fan, but they just never do anything good, so. Did you um did you grow up then with the Dodgers? Was that like your team as a kid growing up? Oh, Dodgers, yeah. Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I was I was talking to my brother-in-law the other day about the Dodgers when they were in the World Series and I was like, "Were you a Dodgers fan?" And he's like, "No, I was an Angels fan." And I was like, "Oh. Okay. So, well, I did work for Disney and I think Disney owned the Angels for a while, so I should have been an Angels fan, but hmm. I like the Dodgers. Well, tonight I felt like I was celebrating with the Dodgers because uh, I was cooking dinner or I was 
I actually, my wife had dinner going, but I was helping out. I was cooking some rice and I was like, I was like, you know what? My, my fridge looks a little beer empty. There's a lot of not beer in my fridge. So I went out and I got a box of beer and I brought it in. I started like putting beers in the fridge and one of the beers, it was actually a Bud Light, which is pretty appropriate, slipped out of my hand, hit the floor right on the corner and like all over my damn kitchen. And oh my gosh, I just, you know how like they celebrate in the locker room, just yeah. shaking the beer. I was like, oh my gosh. And I was so mad. Like everyone in the family is just like looking at me like, oh, sucks to be you. And I just was like, oh. So I felt like I celebrated with the Dodgers in a sad, sad way. Yeah, but they use champagne and you're using beer. Of course, you know. I've seen beer. I've seen Bud. Beer. Bud is the champagne of beer, right? Hey, man, it was it was oh, no, fine. I finished all my. Uh, I, I had been drinking some Oktoberfest stuff the last couple of weeks, and then uh, now I'm back to my old old faithful Bud Lighten. Yeah, yeah well, I started low carbing with my, one of my daughters, so we're low carbing. So we're drinking. I'm drinking Bud Lights because that's the lowest carb. <laughs> well. I thought you were going to say she's drinking Bud Light too. And I was like, well, yeah. Chris. <laughs> no, she drinks the hard stuff. Okay. She's taking shots of Jägermeister. Um, yeah. Well, the other thing we wanted to talk about is Halloween during COVID. Yes. What are you going to do with your kids? So my wife and I were both pretty not sure about it. Um, I was able to talk the 11 year old into trick or treating. Cause he was a little bit like, I don't know if I want to do it this year. And I was like, you might as well try. Like you've only got another year or so left, but both of them ended up with costumes that are, um, masks. Uh, one of them is going as a power ranger, my little guy, my six year old red power ranger. And then my older guy, um, wanted to dress up as the Mandalorian, um, which is a show we've, we've been enjoying. So they both have masks on which I think is okay. Well, you know, and it's funny so, because you're, you're a lot more cautious than I am during this mm-hmm. crisis. I think you and my wife never, you guys don't go out to dinner or anything, right? We really don't. We, we do some takeout, uh, maybe one or two nights a week, but yeah, we, we really go out hardly ever. I mean, we're hitting the restaurants all the time over here, <laughs> but it's funny though. Cause I was surprised and just now when you told me you were going to let them go out trick-or-treating because, you know, the mask really doesn't protect them. It really protects the other people from them. They're going up to. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to doors and knocking on the door and here comes Joe, no mask on, coughing at you. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, like, I don't know. We we were talking, uh, My I have another brother-in-law who's... Um, who's kind of in the medical field and he was sort of saying, you know, one of the biggest risks isn't so much that the candy itself is being contaminated. It's more of just you going so close to all these different neighbors, yeah. you know, that you're, you're going right up to them and you know, then you're going next door and you're going right up to them. So that was his biggest concern was just the distancing of trick or treating, which I guess that makes more sense than contaminated candy wrappers or whatever. Yeah. I think my, my wife found some things to do that are COVID friendly. Um, I don't know what that she She made a list of a couple things that we're going to do on Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's like a corn maze. Mm. The girls were kind of d- upset and they wanted to buy costumes. And I said, well, I'm not going to, you know, 
spend fifty dollars on a costume for you when you can't even go trick or treating. Kind yeah. of silly. And they were both very disappointed. But we have this giant plastic tub of costumes, so they went through that and found some stuff. I don't know what they're going to be, but who knows? But yeah, it's kind of strange because our HOA. We live in a we live in an HOA with like five thousand units, so they do a lot of recreational things in the parks. You know, we have a movie in the parks, and so usually on a Halloween, they would have a whole bunch of people set up tables, and the kids would just go from table to table and trick or treat. Yep. Um, so this year they're doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they did a they did a uh, a scavenger hunt they put a lot of little pumpkins in the parks like hung them oh. and, stuff, and the kids had to take pictures of them and then send them into the recreation department and then they won a grab bag unfortunately <laughs> dad forgot to send them in so uh-huh. they didn't get a grab bag but they had fun doing it anyway I think I think that's that's just another kind of casualty of COVID for this year. I mean, it's just it's just another thing that's like not going to happen. I think at this point, like almost everybody's had the COVID birthday, right? Which is like you're not really having a birthday party, and now Halloween is just another one of those things. It's just, you know, it's I I can't imagine it's going to be as big as it normally is. I just can't, you know. Now so. they have on nextdoor.com. They have a, like a map of houses that are giving out candy. So we might take them mm. in the golf cart because they're not, they're not in concentrated in one area. They're spread out all over our neighborhood. So I thought we'd take the golf cart and just drive around and that should be cool. Let them chance it, I guess, <laughs> you know, just on a side note, every time one of my kids coughs in school, they send them home and they can't go back till they get a COVID test. Uh-huh. And literally like, I think, one of them's had three COVID tests and the other one's had four COVID tests. Wow. Cause they'll just say, Oh, I don't feel good today. And then they'll, okay, go home, get a COVID test. Wow. So we're bringing <laughs> a lot of COVID tests over here. Always coming oh back. Negative, so that's a good thing, but wow. I said, I said, next time you don't feel good, just tell them you have cramps or something. Don't tell them. <laughs> you feel sick because then you know then you can go back the next day if you're feeling better whereas yeah you know now it it takes three it takes i don't know two days to get the test so they're actually out like three days have they gotten wise to it like have they like do you think that they're legitimately not feeling well or do you think they're just like i don't want to do this math test teacher i don't feel good <laughs> hard to say hard to say because they'll uh, one of them woke up the other morning and said yeah, I don't feel good. I don't feel like I'm sick. I'm going to be sick. And then my wife says, okay, well, you're not going to school. And then she made the mistake of calling the school and saying, oh, my daughter's not feeling well. She's she's coughing. And I'm like, oh, my God, why did you say that? They said, okay, <laughs> got to have a COVID test before you come back. Oh, man. <laughs> so we've been, we've been uh, swabbing a lot of noses lately. Yes. I've I've done that test a few times, the, the nose swab. Yeah, fortunately, right up the street from us at MCC, the, the junior college, they have a drive-through one. So it's usually goes pretty fast. I know my wife, she had to go take both of them the other day, and she said there was like 50 cars there. But usually the, the one time I went, there was like three cars there. 
Yeah. Last time I was there, I was talking to the the people and uh, I was there first thing in the morning. I think I was there like 7 a.m. or something before work. And they were like, yeah, this is kind of the best time to come early in the morning. They're like, if you try and come after work, because I've driven by there after work kind of thinking like, oh, I'll stop and get a test on my way home. And it is, it's, it's like 50 cars and you're like, no, I don't, I don't have four hours to burn. Yeah. Never mind. By the time I got the test, if I did have COVID, it'd be over. <laughs> um, anyway, let's, what do you got uh, for us, Don? All right. So my topic today, uh, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about how I have no video games in my house. Kind of. <laughs> Wait a minute. Didn't you say your kids play Minecraft? Yeah. So, so I, so I was, I was very intentional, you know, as my kids were kind of, you know, being born and, you know, coming out of diapers and stuff like that. Like I really didn't want to have like a Nintendo or an Xbox or a thing um, that they were always being sucked into. Um, And so I, I've been able to kind of avoid that, which is good. But at the same time, kind of like what you alluded to, um, they kind of have other things that they're into. So my older son plays a lot on the computer. Um, most of his friends are playing Minecraft. And then just recently, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this game, uh, Chris, Among Us. Have you heard of this game? Yeah, Kennedy just got that. She said it's really fun. <laughs> that's, that's the new game. And basically, he's explaining this game to me. I, I don't know how much you know about it, but the game Among Us it's a video game version of Clue. Oh. That's, that's basically what it is. It's like a murder mystery where you're kind of going around. And I think instead of being in a house mansion thing, they're on a spaceship. So all these characters are kind of stuck on a, a spaceship. And then someone keeps getting killed. And so everyone's kind of guessing who the murderer is. So basically when you guess it's someone, they get thrown out of the spaceship in outer space. <laughs> so... It's this whole thing, but I'm sitting here like, in my mind, I'm like, I don't remember liking the game Clue that much. This doesn't sound that intriguing to me, but you're right. The kids are loving it. Even the kids in my classroom are like, oh, yeah, I play it all the time. Love it. So good. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, Well, I'll tell you, in our house, we have Xbox 360s everywhere. I think we have three of them. Oh, man. And the reason is because I keep finding them at the Goodwill for like $15. So I say, oh, I can't pass this up. Look at Xbox 360 for 15 bucks. So um, we have them. And I try and get the kids like games that, you know, I buy them a bunch of games like like um, ones that they, I, I will not buy games unless you can play them together. So if they're like okay. a one person game, like I don't two buy player. it. I see it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I bought like, you know, Monopoly and there's one with Clue and the Game of Life and there's a lot of really cool games that they can play together. Some driving games where, you know, Simpsons driving. And, oh yeah. And all they do is play Minecraft <laughs> and they played it so much. They wore out the disc. Oh no. I don't know how you do that. I think one of them stepped on it or something. And so I just bought it cause you can buy it and download it. So oh. I bought it but that's what they do. They, they, that's all they play. And I say, come on, let's, you know, let's play something together. Let's do something as a family. And <laughs> we're playing Minecraft, Dad. And, uh, yeah, oh. my my older one, the one that's in Minecraft. There's been a few nights where we're trying to maybe figure out watching a show on TV, and he'll he'll sit there and go, "What if we play family Minecraft?" And we're like, "What?" And he's like, 
we'll take turns playing Minecraft. We'll project it on the TV and everyone else can kind of sit and watch it on the big screen. And then the next person can go. And like, we tried it one time and it was just, it, it was so bonkers. I was but like, it's not really what? a game. All you do is build, build houses. It's, it's so weird. I just, I'm like wandering around and I'm like, can I just dig here? And he's like, you can dig there. And I'm like, okay, like, where am I going? And he's like, I don't know. Like, you can just see what you find. And I'm like, this is boring. Like, I don't get it. So, yeah, my kids play it together, like it's two person, but they just each have a screen and they're just each building their own buildings. And I'm like, how's that a game you're playing together? It's like, you might as well just play on two different Xboxes. (laughs) But I found found pinball on there now. So I'm playing a lot of pinball on the Xbox. That's fun. I was going to say, yeah, so. So that's kind of that's kind of like where I'm sort of stuck because between you know the computer games, um, I am I am almost kind of thinking you know like would it just be easier if I went and bought like an Xbox or um, uh, what are they called the Nintendo Switch is very yeah. popular. Yeah. But but I, I found this article that kind of talked about um, you know video games with kids and how it obviously like it's it's very addicting. I mean I think that was one of my reasons for not wanting a video game system in the house is I remember being a kid and it's, it's amazing. Like playing video games all day. Like, yes, please. Um, so like, I don't know, in my mind, I was like, I don't want to bring that in, but at the same time, it almost seems like we've kind of found something else to replace it. Like the games on the computer. And then my younger one is into, um, like apps on, um, like an iPad or even a phone he's gotten like way deep into that, which I'm like, I think this is worse. Like, I don't know if this is better. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm struggling with it at this point. Cause I just, you know, they're, they're so, they're so hungry for it. Right. I mean, kids are just, they're like thirsting for. <laughs> well, technology. one good thing, like we have the Xbox 360s and they have, you know, that that's really old technology and I don't care. I'm not a gamer, so to me, it's just, like I said, they were so cheap. I had to buy them. But they have the um, Connect on them, which oh, yeah. is like you can play like Wii, thing. like Wii things, but you don't have to hold anything. And the good thing is that my wife, especially when they were doing um, remote learning, she'd say, okay, time for gym class, and she would make them do like Let's Dance. Okay, need four songs on Let's Dance. Yep. <laughs> To get to get him some exercise, so that that worked out pretty good. Yeah, we do have uh, we have an old Nintendo Wii, and we have Just Dance on that. So so we kind of did that, especially over the summer too. Because again, here in Arizona, it's so hot in the summer. But you're right; like it kind of gives you a reason to get up and move, and just have some kind of exercise. I mean, again, it's not it's maybe not the same as you know hiking up a mountain or you know riding a bike for an hour, but you know it gets them up and moving. So. Yeah. So there's I guess, good points. Yeah. I guess you're right. Like there are some, there are some positives, but I think at the same time, it's, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> it's definitely dangerous. So that's, that's been my battle the last. I should just get weeks. rid of all the games, except the ones that have connect. So they have to get up and like get some exercise while they're playing games. They'd be pretty angry if you took away their Minecraft. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> anyway. What, what was what was your topic today, Chris? What were you going to want to talk Today my topic is the harsh truths about raising girls. 
<laughs> from a father's perspective. A father of two girls. That's you. Father yeah, of so. two. Now I didn't. I wasn't fortunate enough to raise them from babies, but I'm raising them now. And here, here's a couple of them, and I'll just read some off, and we can just <sighs> talk about it. Number one is uh, dads can't be squeamish about changing girls' diapers. Now I haven't had to do that, and I know you haven't had to do that unless you're babysitting. I don't know, but. I have, I have done that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually, you know what it was? It was very startling to me because I had, <laughs> I had my boys and you're used to that, you know, dong hanging out of the diaper there. And so you're, you know, wiping around it and you're changing diapers all night, all day. And then I, I'm babysitting, you know, nieces. I have uh, three nieces. I think I have three nieces at this point, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I've, I've babysat like all of them where they come over and I bust that diaper open and I'm like, Whoa, something's missing what is this <laughs> yeah i think i'd be kind of weird about it i don't know i mean you'd probably get used to it if it was your girl but you know having I mean, to, having to clean that area and stuff you got you got all those years of being a grandfather ahead of you chris don't don't sell yourself short you're gonna have many diapers i'm sure come on uh yeah that's where my wife comes in um so the next one is girls clothing doesn't have pockets which is not necessarily oh. true, but you know what? I know from being a man, even yeah. if women have pockets, they want you to hold all their crap. Yeah. So yeah, it 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 does kind of become the role of the of the dude to uh, to be the walking purse. Yes. Oh my <laughs> so gosh, my girls always phone. my girls always say, "Dad, can you carry this for me?" And I'm like, "No, take your purse. You can carry it yourself." Yeah, you need to carry your stuff. But Dad, I need this. I need this lip balm or this lip gloss. I'm like, oh, well, then you better find a way to carry it. Or their phones, especially when they ask for out. I'm like, nope, take it in your back pocket. Do something. So the next one is uh, potty training is different for girls. Now, see, I haven't had to do that either, so can't really comment on that. But I, I would assume it is. Kind of in the uh, same, same as changing diapers. I, I don't I don't have fond memories of potty training. I mean, as as a parent of like a very small kid, you get very excited when they start getting to that potty training age because you're like, oh my gosh, like I can see the finish line. Like you can see this finish line of diapers that you're like, thank God. But at the same time, they just they, they, you know, they have these accidents and, you know, it's just, it's just a thing that you just, again, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to remember honestly how long it took for, for each of my boys. And it wasn't bad. Like each boy went through it kind of at their own speed. So I know that was one of the tricks. You can't force body training early. You kind of have to wait for them to be ready. Um, Cause I remember where we're like, do you want to sit on the potty? And they straight up were like, no, I want my diaper. And you're like, Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> But, but I, I remember like we had a day where they were just like pantsless for the day, you know, and you were just like, when you have to go, you better find the potty, you know? And so they're just like walking around the house, just, you know, Donald Duck in it or whatever. How funny. Okay. The next one is uh, calling your daughter princess isn't necessarily helpful. I don't call my daughters princess. Call them kid one and kid two. Wow. <laughs> or sweetie. I, call I was going to say, sweetie. Yeah, I guess I guess you don't want them to, 
you know, to be marginalized into, into those typical female roles. I mean, I've, I've, there are kids out there that their parents actually named them legally princess. princess yeah. So <laughs> that can't be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I would call my, my kid princess. I'll call her bud. Yeah. I, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, I don't, I mean, again, I don't have daughters, but I could see where I would, you know, I don't know. Princess in a way almost seems like an old fashioned uh, term of endearment, I guess is what they call it. Yeah. So well, I, I watch a lot of um, father knows best. And, you know, he's called his daughter's princess. Mm. Yeah. Uh, here's kind of an embarrassing one, but daughters masturbate too. Wow. And then the article I'm reading talks about, uh, you know, little boys do it, little girls do it. Um, Just touching themselves. Yeah. Touching themselves. Yeah. Um, but it talks about redirecting them and make sure they do it in private. Um, which is funny because we almost adopted a little girl and that was one of her issues that she would, you know, if Anne be watching a movie and she just start touching herself. Oh, wow. And they had to, uh, you know, the, the right thing to do was just, they wouldn't make a big deal out of it. They would just say, Oh, if you're going to do that. You need to go in your room. Oh, so I, guess that makes sense. I don't know how I would deal with that. My girls don't do that in public. So I don't yeah. know if they do it in private, but what they do in their rooms is <laughs> it's their business. I do. I do not want to. Yeah. Don't want to. Next know. topic. What, what's the next? Yeah, let's, keep, let's roll on. <laughs> Dad needs to, dads need to be there for the girly stuff. Girly stuff. Come yeah, on. that's you know, if your daughter wants to have a tea party or oh yeah, stuff, you always see those commercials where the dad's got the makeup on and he's sitting having the tea party. Oh yeah, well yeah, I don't do that. I definitely dodged the bullet on that one. Yeah, um, dad shouldn't check out during puberty. I mean, you're, you're just at the beginning of it. So I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think you're checking out at all. You got to hang in there. <laughs> so but I try, think. It says, try I mean, not to joke about her experiencing that time of the month. It's humiliating. You know, I tell my girls, they're acting like jerks. I say, oh, what is it? Your time of the month? <laughs> the article's like, don't do this. And Chris is like, I do that. I do that all the time. Um. Yeah, I don't I think that one's kind of interesting because I think I think you're right. I think there are again, I mean, I don't want to be as, you know, stereotyping dads about it, but I mean, I I could see where there's some dads that just sort of forfeit to mom, you know, where they're like, "Yo, you're getting to be a woman now. Go talk to your mom." I don't know. Right? I mean, I guess that's kind of what that that truth is saying, right? Don't check out, like still be involved in their lives. Yeah, during during, during those time tough times. Yeah, my wife handles all that stuff, and it's not because, you know, I want her to. It's just because I don't know anything about it. So, you know, she'll she'll talk about one one kid just is going through pads like like there's no tomorrow, and she says you can't use the pads that much. If there's just a little bit, you just leave it in until it gets full. I'm just like, I don't know what that <laughs> means. I don't care. Just, I don't, I, I don't know. know if my wife ever like left or died or something. I don't know what I would do. Cause I have no idea. 
how to handle that. Fortunately, I have two, so one of them can help the other one, I guess. There you go. <laughs> and the last one is dad shouldn't threaten their daughter's boyfriends. Well, that. Oh, what? It says with gun jokes, for instance. I, I say that all the time to my daughter. I said, when you start dating, when they come pick you up, I'll be cleaning my guns. You're like, yeah, so you're going to be home on time, right? <laughs> I feel like that's the one thing all fathers of daughters look forward to is like just being kind of jerks to the boyfriends. I mean, I, I think it's a rite of passage. I was, it, I got into this thing. Just just uh, a day ago in my classroom, we were reading this book. And in the book, there's some older siblings to the main character. The main character is like a 10-year-old, but the older sibling is dating. She has like a boyfriend. And so I was telling the kids, I was like, yeah, you know, when you're in high school, you start going on dates with like boyfriends and girlfriends. And all the kids were like, <gasps> and I was like, yeah, you have to like go over to their house and meet their parents. And it's a whole thing. And they're just like looking at me like, this sounds terrifying. And I was like, it kind of is terrifying. <laughs> like when you go to like a girl's house and you're meeting like the mom and the dad and, you know, but you got to go through it, right? Because you're looking at the girl like, oh, man, I really want to go out with her. <laughs> yeah, when I was dating girls, I think I, I got along pretty good with parents. I was pretty at ease with them. But there's some that just no matter how nice and polite you are, they're going to hate you no matter what. Right, because they're, they're looking at you like, don't break, don't break my little girl's heart. And you're just like, mm, I might want to break up with her, though. <laughs> now, I did have one girl I went out with, and she had two older brothers, and they were huge. And they were, <laughs> that was a little intimidating because they, you know, would give me dirty looks, and they kind of took that father, that father role. With did, their did they have that look like they knew where to hide a body that would never be found? <laughs> yeah, they, they were big guys. They were both big guys, but... So anyway, that's the uh, harsh truths about raising girls. Those are truths, man. That was the article. Really harsh. Truth for our listeners. Well, I guess we'll everybody. I guess we'll end it here. I want to thank all you dads and apparently all you moms for listening. And if you like our podcast, 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 podcast. It's a podcast. Let's start a new thing called podclasses. It's so classy. Where you, where you have a class, but it's in a podcast. Anyway, if you like our podcast, please subscribe and be sure to share it. Share it. God, I can't talk tonight. <laughs> We're almost share it with, your, with your friends and family and, <laughs> and all the dads you know. Say, hey, there's this great podcast you got to listen to. These guys are awesome. Yes, and if you are a daddy with a dilemma or even a mom with a dilemma or a comment and you want to just contact us, uh, you can email us at dads at hogfishstudios.com or you can find us on our Facebook page at Daddy Dilemmas Podcast and just let us know how we're doing or maybe share something with us. Yeah, go on the Facebook page. I put some jokes up there. Kind of funny. Scroll down. Look at the good stuff. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. I guess we're out. Have a good one, guys. Bye.